My goodness, that game. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> was there another game, or is that just a joke? Yeah, Arizona was playing uh, Iowa State in the Maui Classic. It's crazy. Yeah, and ASU is playing somebody or another in basketball as well because Sorry? college hoop sports. Arizona State basketball. If I just Tiger open my ESPN, it's probably the first thing. So I think Mississippi State. State. Oh, you guys are 15 on them. Yeah. Oh, and they're, and they're ranked 15. That's yeah. Good. I mean, fighting Bobby Hurley's. Hmm. We'll always get it done. And, you know, I'm really I'm really looking forward to ASU basketball this year. Last year, you know, they held together. Mm. They came out really strong in the first half of the season. They had some really good marquee wins. You know, I know that that's what David is dying to talk about. That was the game I was know. talking about, yeah. 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 I don't know. It, it's really hard, I think. I, I imagine it's very hard for... ASU to do anything basketball related every year because every year they're just like, uh, hey, you want to come play at Arizona? And someone's like, hell yeah, state. Oh, <laughs> I'm busy that day. Oh, sorry. I would. I just, I can't, I can't make it. <laughs> I'm busy that season. My entire life yeah. is suddenly really preoccupied. Yeah. I forgot I'm going to be in the hospital. So. I can't. I'd, I'd love to, though. Thank you for the invite. It's really sweet. They make up yeah. new letterhead Bye. that has they make up new letterhead that has the state part, like in really small writing, like in the Santa Claus, <laughs> where they have to pull out the <laughs> magnifying glass just to see it. Yeah. Exactly. Arizona. What is this? Oh, shit. <laughs> what did I sign up for? God damn it. Knew it. I do think one of my favorite things in any like uh, college rivalry, though, is that when Arizona State made their new uh, billboard or whatever at their stadium, it's exactly one foot by one foot bigger than Arizona's? <laughs> That's good. Oh, hell yeah. We're petty yeah. as fuck. <laughs> oh, really? Good. Like, damn, that is that is some top-level rivalry right there. You guys have also done some really shitty things in that rivalry, but that's a really good one. You know, we haven't done anything too terrible in the past year or so. <laughs> I was getting my pitchfork out, and you're like, in the past year. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I'll to be fair, away. like, one of my friends, when she went to the ASU U of A game in Tucson, our sophomore year? Hmm. No. Uh, June, no. Yeah, sophomore year. She had a bottle of full, like, a bottle of piss that an Arizona fan threw onto, like, her and her friends. Like, full, nasty urine from the stands. Hmm. I would say that that probably, I mean, it doesn't top racial epithets or making fun of somebody's father who passed away. But it's probably top three worst things I've ever heard happen in this rivalry. You acknowledge Steve Kerr, so I will, uh, I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'll, I'll let you, I'll agree with you, because you acknowledge Steve Kerr on that one. Good. It's like, yep. As long as you hit that note, I'll agree with whatever you have. Well, obviously, I agree. We've had this conversation multiple times that I agree. So, but yeah, I don't know anything else that happened in sports. No, nothing, nothing really interesting. Uh, Oh, I disagree. 
Arizona State came to Hudson Stadium. Oh, yeah. You know what? I never anticipated mm. them winning that game. If it had been in Tempe, totally different story. But I don't know. Arizona State's weird. We are weird, but I Oregon also is weird, and Oregon totally yeah. would have been at a disadvantage this year, not on their home field. And with ASU needing have oh, yeah. to have won there and against Arizona to make the championship game, like... Oh, wait. Yeah. wait, it's pronounced Tempe? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, it was Tempe. Not... No, we're no. not fancy. We're we're secretly just a bunch of rednecks in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sums up Tucson in particular. A bunch of rednecks and Mexicans killing each other. Jay, are you are you as upset as some of my other friends in Tucson yes. or from there who are like they get really irrationally upset when people spell it T U S C O N even though it makes Uh-oh. literally no sense either way? Yeah, I don't care. That's that's a, that's a really dumb thing to get mad about. I mean like it's just Actually, Tuscan looks cooler, so I would go with that one if I had a choice. Tuscan. <laughs> Tuscan. <laughs> Under the Tuscan sun. <laughs> <laughs> Under the Tucson sun sounds like it would be a really fun parody <laughs> to make, though. Especially from an ASU standpoint. Oh my god, I would love that. I'm so in. We should do it. I'm 100%. <laughs> and all filmed on iPhone 6 cameras. Oh, yes. It's like the Blair Witch Project, but a really <laughs> shitty parody movie. And, like, because who was the main lead chick in that? I don't remember, but you just get, like, some off-brand, like, one of the shitty porn stars. <laughs> Which there are plenty of, thanks to Phoenix. Um, and Tucson. Diane Lane. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of a different... Like, she's, like, a nice, classy lady. Like, we would just get some trash from a sorority somewhere. And it's really not too hard to find those in either of those cities. Yeah, you can find sorority trash at any school. Um, I don't know about Yale. I would guess they they don't. They've got to have a reject sorority. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Harvard. (laughs) Oh my god! Definitely not getting in the middle of that one. I just picture you wearing like a polo and khakis with the polo tucked in and a belt. That's like obviously a Walmart belt, but you had to buy it because somebody gave you shit about not wearing a belt that matches your shoes. Well, my belts always match my shoes, so I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Um, Fun fact, actually, uh, last night at the karaoke bar where we had our friends giving um we had a group of lovely men described just like they they definitely are not ivy guys but they were probably like what's what's the step like what's a wannabe ivy on the east coast that's just like really not harvard (laughs) (laughs) i love when i i love when i tee you up and you just do it Me too. Oh, thank you. I I uh I am not. I saw that opportunity. I was like, yep, I'm taking that one. To give a serious answer, I'm not knowledgeable at all about about pretentious schools. Oh, that's fine. It's like it's the one. It would it'd be like if ASU um 
Actually, I'm trying to think. There's not really a good a good like Willamette University, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds perfect. That sounds like something that would be like, yeah. Uh, Anyway, group of those lovely gentlemen were at the bar, and one of them tried to um, grab my face and kiss it, and I basically threw him out of the bar. Excellent. Nice. Really disturbing. Anyway, um. Yeah, so that happened. College football was good. Um, Michigan bested Indiana, not by as much as I would have hoped going into rivalry week. Rival, rivalry week, yeah. Rivalry week? <laughs> I love the commercials. Wabbit season. Welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Zimbabwe Cornpepper. And I am Patrick Mahomes' number one fan. Oh, that's not true. I'm Patrick Mahomes' number one fan. <laughs> I've been watching him since Mariota was a senior, which makes me better. Which makes you better. I mean, I've been watching him. <laughs> I just kidding. wasn't his number one until I picked him up in my fantasy league and he has unexpectedly... <laughs> Hold one of my teams to eight and two. Yes. I guess now it's nine and two. And the other one to eight and three. So. Wait, we. Hello, Tess. That's me. She was just laughing at your name. Oh. Yeah. She goes, goes, who's that? And I just put up my arms like, who do you think? And she just starts laughing and goes, why does he do that? We never know. Yeah. One day I'll figure it out and I'll tell you. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, nothing was really important about that game. Let's go back to college sports. Nothing nothing fun happened in the NFL today or any other day. No, no. They just broke the record for points in a Monday night football game. It's Scorigami. It's actually a record for all of NFL games. This is the first time that two teams have scored over 50. Oh, oh. For two. Okay. Because I was going to say there's there's two games that had a higher point total, but maybe one of the other, they probably didn't both score over 50. Yeah. <clears throat> it's Scorigami. I don't know what Scorigami mm-hmm. means. It's a unique score oh, that's never happened. Ah. Like when uh, in Super Bowl 49, that was Scorigami because it was 43 to 8, which is unprecedented. Scorigami! Yeah, it's a difficult number to get to. Scorigami. But yeah, so it uh, turns out Patrick Mahomes and uh, the Rams are very good. Well, both of these teams were nine and one entering tonight. One yeah, of this is a. I mean, this is supposedly the Super Bowl preview. Uh, I mean, I'll assume. take it. I mean, the Saints might have something to say about that, but yeah. 
What would that thing? Yeah, but they're but they're also not the front front runners. What would the what would the Saints say specifically? Is there a prepared statement? Um, no, we'll have to ask Sean Payton about that one later. But no, they. Uh, I think I think unquestionably at this point, the best three teams in the NFL are the Chiefs, the Rams, and the <clears throat> Saints. And people can argue about in which order. True that. It's going to be an interesting postseason. We're getting, we're getting, I think week 13 is the last bye week. Is that right? 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, it's good because the last four weeks is when Playoff Machine goes live for uh, ESPN site. So week 13 ends up being the last bye week. Um, which means we're almost at a, we're two weeks away from everybody being on even, uh, even games played totals because it fucks with everything when you're reading it and it's like, oh, this team has a tie, but they've also played one more game than the team who is, you know, one one loss and a tie away from – it just makes it so fucking confusing to go through all of that. <clears throat> yeah, I'd agree with that assessment. Jay, you said you didn't catch much this weekend. What did you catch? Mm, I caught a couple passes in my football game. I caught a couple of basketballs when I was playing that. Oh, um, <laughs> she's not having it. <laughs> okay. Well, then take over. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing um, to contribute. <laughs> we both know that. I, don't, I mean, I, some, I, I am purely useless this evening. <laughs> I, I was in and out of different things that was on, uh, but I think the one that stood out to me the most was uh, one I don't think a lot of people watched, which was the uh, Memphis and Yale basketball game. That shit was crazy good. Uh, it went to double that. overtime. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think most of the world watched it. It went to double overtime. Uh, the Memphis had to hit like two last. I think it was almost like two buzzer beaters, basically. To force overtime and then to force double overtime. Yale had four guys foul out. It was just fucking wild. Uh, but when you have four guys foul out, it's uh, really hard to uh, finish. And that's basically what ended up happening. And once they got to double, double overtime, uh, Memphis took over. But uh, big shout out to Penny Hardaway and his crew. That was a phenomenal game to watch. That was my game of the weekend. Was Penny Hardaway the coach of which team? Yeah, he's the Memphis head coach now. Memphis, okay. Yeah. Where he was, was he before? He was with the Magic. He was That's him and what it fucking was. Yep. Yeah, him and Shaq were the pair of players long before Sha- Shaq and Kobe. It, it was always meant to be Shaq and Penny, but they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't meet Shaq's hundred thousand or hundred million dollar demands. I feel like I just found the name of my two dogs. Shaq and Penny? Yeah. Shaq is going to be the Bernie's Bernie's mountain dog, and Penny is going to be like a little terrier. (laughs) Or vice versa, actually. I think think opposite is better. That's pretty excellent. Yep. We'll go sports. If uh, you ever listen to Blessings by Big Sean, at one point, he shouts it out. And he goes, "It feel like Shaq and Penny got back together." Oh, 
It's like, oh my god, somebody actually remembers. Somebody remembers. Yeah, I <laughs> I spent. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. I, I like you. I had uh, only intermittent viewings of sports this weekend. Um, but I watched I, Butler torch in uh, in his home opener the other day. Yeah, I missed that. How many did you put up again? A lot. <laughs> was it, this was the game where he had the he had the winner, right? Uh yeah. It was the what you call it? Um home opener against the Jazz. That's right. Yeah, I remember seeing the and he put up sorry, I'm looking up the number right, right now. Yeah. He put up 28 points with three re- rebounds and seven assists. Honestly, I think that's my favorite team in the NBA this year, uh, the 76ers, because they got, <clears throat> like, I think the least interesting starter they have is J.J. Redick. And, like, he's a very interesting player. Don't, like, yeah. Yeah, he's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, But when you have Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, uh, Ben Simmons, Wilson Chandler, like, it's, it, it's just an amazing team. Like, I'm really excited to watch them. Uh, poor Markel Fultz, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, that, that that's a really exciting. I'm really excited just to just to see the energy of that team. Not even how good they are as players, but just to you know see that uh, kind of cocky attitude that now embodies that team. It's so much fun to watch. Yes. Anyway, which games do you watch? Anybody? Open question. Um. Yeah, I, I like Jimmy Butler. What was that? I like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I'm excited. Kira, what games, you watch? What, what games did you watch this weekend? Oh, I did I watch this weekend? Uh, I watched the Warriors. Was it the weekend? No, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday I watched the Warriors get fucking decimated by the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And then another night I watched the Warriors very narrowly lose to another team. And then uh, tonight I that? watched. I don't I remember. Think... <laughs> I blocked it out. I had to erase my brain after that. Uh, and watched them lose to Spurs, <laughs> which was miserable. I wasn't okay. It's not miserable. It's just like seeing everything without Steph and. Also, just like rivalry, rivalry. The the Spurs <laughs> one was tough because oh, it was the Mavericks. That's who we lost to on Saturday mm. night by three mm. fucking points. Mavericks um, are sneaky this year. They are. They're sneaky every year. I would say sure, I've seen them sure, be sure. pretty pretty sneaky in general. Um, Those sneaky Mavs. But yeah, the past. Uh, these past three. Hold on, let me look and see. Um, standing by. Stand, stand by, stand by, stand by. Um, we by only. Well, no, I guess two of the past three games, the Warriors have not broken a hundred points, and wow. that has not happened all season, which has only been. 28 games. Yeah, still. when's the last time that had happened? It's I been don't know. 
Um, also, Friday, or not Friday, Thursday's game against the Rockets was the first time we were held to less than 90 points all season um, of the 28 games. Uh, this, is, this is what life without Steph is going to look like. See, the thing is, like, <clears throat> it's not even so much that. It's also, like, a bunch of really stupid, like, oh, everyone, Katie and Draymond are fighting. Katie's not oh, going to stick yeah. around. Like, you know what? Good. Like, but, honestly, nobody thinks Katie's going to stick around. Yeah, but that's, like, the most bullshit, like, fucking clickbait <laughs> titles that teams fight. It happens. You have guys that are going to fucking fight. It's just, it's going to happen. Especially when one of your players is one of the most controversial players in the professional realm of National Basketball Association. Yeah, seriously. Katie needs to calm down. So. Uh, no, yeah. It's just, it's just kind of the nature of sports. Like, tensions go high. And to get to that level, you have to have guys that are, like, confrontational. They're not just going to be out there like, Hey man, I know you made a mistake there, but it's okay. I still accept you. Like that shit's not gonna happen. No, it's, it's just not gonna work. Yeah, people are gonna yell and fight because that's what happens. That's how you get to be that level. Um, yeah, it's just kind of the nature of athletic. I think that we went on this about we went on about this last time, but I think we've hit variations of this multiple times. Yeah, well, I, I, should I wholeheartedly believe? Yep. Multiple I'm with times. You. I'm with you. Um, but I think it's great that David is still really optimistic about KD going to the Blazers. Yeah, it's it's certainly a possibility. I mean, there's a lot to do in no, Portland. There's uh, there's fine places to live like Westland and Lake Oswego. He'll do just fine and dandy there. Everything um, is possible. He'll probably yeah. start. David isn't one of those delusional like, fans that just says says random shit and just is like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna happen." And like, no, not. There's no chance. There are a lot of great things you can do that is not gonna happen. I love you, David. It's certainly possible. It is possible. It's Everything weird. is possible. Don't get you into guys, asking probability odds. You guys have to be a championship team to get KD. If you add KD to the team they have, they're a championship team. If you add yeah, KD to a thing. number of teams. Yeah. I, I know it's not a crazy thing to say, but I'm saying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love you, David. Yay. Next time <laughs> on David Daydreams. Um, <laughs> I would love for that to be a segment. Can we make that a thing? Oh, absolutely. David, what I'm is the number that. one outlandish thing that you've thought of for this past week um i hope that was it <laughs> <laughs> there was a report that... oh no 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 i know exactly what the most outlandish thing david thought was this last week <laughs> i'll give you a hint there was a deadline for it on monday tuesday <laughs> tuesday tuesday uh... what happened Last week, Tuesday, or actually, I should say, what didn't happen last week, Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time? Le'Veon Bell didn't sign. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, that's right. He did not sign. Yeah, he's gone. 
Oh, don't yeah. Bell. Suck it, Steelers. Now you don't have the best running back in the league. You just have James Conner. Uh, so, um, but here, deal this, with that. Yeah, it's it's going just fine um, <laughs> for now. I mean, this is the problem: is it's going fine for now, and then they're going to get to the playoffs, and we're we're going to see that Bell likely would have been the difference. That's my prediction: is they're going to end up losing a game uh, yeah. where it's going to be the running game that was struggling. Do, but do you feel that like things like this? losses like this are almost like they almost disqualify the season because from this point on it's like a what if thing and you'll never truly know the full potential of this year no if i have been there i don't like i don't feel guys. like i don't feel like stuff like i that. do now yeah <laughs> well since you gave me that get out of jail free card <laughs> Um, we're never gonna know well that's the worst like i feel like i've always seen that with fans that's why i'm asking i don't mm-hmm. know if you're yeah but the, the thing is you could you can say that with like literally anything in life it's it's fun at times to speculate mm-hmm. just to be like oh what would it have been like if this that and the other thing happened oh what would they have been like if they were able to do this or even to go so far as to say well if that person hadn't got hurt we would have done x y and z like it's fun to speculate about that kind of stuff, but it's really not worth anything. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. But you're you're not you're not wrong. I 100 percent agree. I think uh, you can I, only look you can only look forward. Back does he no good? Yeah, well, you know, studying history is a good thing, but I, I know what you meant by that. <clears throat> and yet you still shut it down anyway. Yeah, I just wanted to. Say. <laughs> Um, no, you're good. You're good. I, no, you're you're right though. Like on all accounts. The the most outlandish thing I thought this last week though. There was a report that came out that the Jaguars are open to moving on from Jalen Ramsey as opposed to signing him to a long term deal. Ooh. And I thought of a very pretty home for Jalen Ramsey. Uh-oh. Pittsburgh's a very yeah. He nice would be good on the Chiefs. Live. Pittsburgh's a very nice place <laughs> to live. You what? No, have you ever been to Pittsburgh? Shh. Jalen listens to the podcast. Jalen, okay. Pittsburgh's Jaylen. a very nice place to live. There's a phrase called the Pittsburgh toilet, which is a very common thing in Pittsburgh, where you just have a toilet in the middle of your like basement room, just a toilet, just sitting in the. That's a commonplace thing in this town. That's how shitty. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pittsburgh is shitty. You just go common. I don't know. Did I? Yeah, you did a little bit. Oh wow. Well, I was, uh, you know, I was getting into the north. Damn. I was getting the northeast spirit. That's all. Seriously. The spirit of of, uh, New England. But now. What is more outlandish, to think that Le'Veon Bell would sign his tender and play this year, to think Kevin Durant may sign with the Blazers during the offseason, or to think that Jalen Ramsey may be a stealer within the next two years? That's a great question, actually. Um, yeah, I don't think – I think Bell is on is number three on that list, actually, if I'm, if I'm being honest. What a great um, – Yeah. Because at least like that's already his team, and you know he wants to play football. There's like a good reason. Yeah, I would say um, second would be 
Kate. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Katie. I, I agree. I, I agree with Katie. Katie's second. Uh, exclusively because with the Jalen Ramsey one, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, they're not going to pay... They're not going to pay the number that he needs because they already got enough people that they have to pay. Um, it, just, it just really doesn't work to get a to- the, the top cornerback in the league. Uh, KD, at least you can be like, well, maybe he sees... You want to get closer to Will. Nike or something. Yeah, Dame Will. Uh, I, yeah, that'd be... That, so I go Ramsey... Durant, uh, Bell is my order. Okay. Oh, ridiculous, crazy things. Well, uh, one of them already can't come true, so I'm rooting for the other two. Um, although, to your point, if the money that they'd have to pay Ramsey, I wouldn't want. I'd rather that they were able to trade for Ramsey next year and get, you know, 12 games plus playoffs out of him and then yeah. let him go in the offseason. That's the only way I'd want to see Ramsey on, on their team. Um, That's more reasonable. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The To your point earlier, Kira, about you know just kind of extending on from your question about looking back at what could have been, uh, I think that the most obvious – like just looking at the the standings right now, if the season ended, or if yeah, the regular season ended now, Pittsburgh has the number two. If Pittsburgh was going into divisional weekend and just say that Baltimore and the Chargers both got through, the Pittsburgh would be matched up against the Chargers, and I could see a defense like theirs being able to uh, give their running games some problems, you know, assuming Bosa's back by then, um, being able to give their run game some problems that they wouldn't be able to give them, in my opinion, if they had Bell and Connor as opposed to just Connor. So that's where I think the, oh, what could have been is going to come in, but I I wouldn't be anybody who's even on a burner account on Reddit saying anything about it. I mean, I think Connor offers very comparable running ability, but what you get, especially out of Bell, that you don't get out of Connor, is that uh, ba- that catching ability out of the backfield. Well, Bell is something he was so good at. Bell is a lot more elusive um, of a runner as well. Um, the mm. Connor's a little bit better at kind of the traditional pounding back role. Um, but Bell doesn't really need to be because he's so elusive. Um, I think Bell's faster also, but you know that 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 really only shows on what two or three plays a game where they, that really the difference in their speed makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm generally pessimistic about Pittsburgh. I feel like they're. I feel like they're the third best team in their division or in their conference rather and like the seventh best team in the league and that's just not where you wow. want to be. So pessimistic. Wow, you think your team's only the third best in the AFC. Wow. Yeah, K- KC wow. and New England. Wow. They're going to ha- they're going to have to beat one of <laughs> KC or New England. 
Wow. Well, how pessimistic of you. I mean, I, I want I want I a mean, Super Bowl. I want a Super Bowl. Anything think, else is like, why are we doing this? I think also David has negated the, the possibility of a Steelers Super Bowl already because he just admitted barely half an hour ago that he thinks the three best teams in the NFL are the <clears throat> Chiefs, the Rams, and the Saints. They are. I yeah. think I think he's despite this week's well, I mean, daydreams. To be fair, the best team in the NFL last year is the Patriots, probably. Maybe even the Jags. Even possibly the Rams. And none of those teams won. So you can say that the yeah. team is the best without saying you think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's happened plenty of times. Heck, Eli Manning has won two Super Bowls. <laughs> Heck. Heck, guys. And the weird part is Eli Manning won them. Not even like he was on the team that managed to win. Like Peyton Manning's last Super Bowl, he was on the team that won in spite of him. Eli won those two Super Bowls. He threw some crazy passes to make those happen. Twice. Speaking of... I don't have anything. I was going to try and segue (laughs) out of it. Um... Seattle's out of it. Seattle's not far back from being in the playoffs right now. Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. They've got a shot. Washington's going to no, drop off. Carolina's looking vulnerable. They've got a shot. Yeah, have you seen the have, have you seen the rest of the Seahawks schedule? They're not going to win. They're not going to make it. Oh, I haven't looked at the schedule now. Yeah, they're not going to make it. Um. They pretty, they're, oh God. Ouch. They pretty much have to win out, and it's, <laughs> the, the, there's no chance. I mean, they've got two 49ers games and a Cardinals game, so that's possible. But you know, it's still the NFC West, so anything can happen. Panthers, Vikings, Chiefs, and but Panthers, Which Vikings, Vikings, Chiefs is a guaranteed two losses. Mm-hmm. Because my guess One is, of those they'll, is they'll be, be a loss. Because can be the Chiefs. So you guys are probably going nine and seven this year. Yeah. Yeah. Making the playoffs. Ooh! Ooh! Okay. Ooh! Tell me what the Broncos are gonna do. Uh. Aww. Aww. That's so cute. Let's see. Steelers. The Broncos Bengals. are gonna do really good. They're trying really hard. Don't worry, Kira. I don't know. You got. All right. You've got Steelers and Chargers are probably two losses. But. Bengals, 49ers, Browns, Raiders could all be wins. Could go eight and eight. Just but, a whole heck of a lot of trying out there. And just so much effort, you guys. Everyone head back to the Well, I mean, <laughs> it's like put telling a guy it's not board. the size of the wave; it's the motion of the ocean. Wait, it's not. What? It's not your record, or it's not Is all that? about the trophies that you take home. Is that not the case? Oh. Um, oh, no. on the bright side, hey, Santa's still <laughs> real. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening with your kids. I said Santa's real. <laughs> no, we're, it's unrelated. We're just sorry if you're listening with your kids. That's that's really sad. <laughs> a blanket apology. <laughs> it was unrelated to everything that was going on. You can actually just cut it at sorry if you're listening. <laughs> um... So, we had a debut this weekend. 
Lamar Jackson had his debut for the Baltimore Ravens. He ended with a QBR of 35.3 and a passer rating of 70.1. However, he did run 27 times for 117 yards. Damn, that's more than I've run, like, for the past three months. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't have linemen trying to kill you the entire time. Only twice. Probably would have run more (laughs) if it were for that. Well, Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Interestingly, on the looking on their uh, box score, though, does anybody know who Gus Edwards is? Running running back out of Rutgers. It kind of sounds like it would be the name of Herm Edwards' son. I'm not going to lie. That was my first guess. It's like, yeah. That's the name. He carried the ball 17 times for 115 yards and one touchdown in that game. And his total rushing yards on the season was 179. So he got two-thirds of his rushing yards in that game alone. So between him and Lamar Jackson, they each ran for... You know, 115 and 117 yards. I like that if you look this guy up, the first uh, fantasy art or the first article that shows up the fantasy football, believe it or not, Gus Edwards must start drop Golden Tate. Good. Oof. Yeah, what's going on with Golden Tate? That guy is f- fucking me over. Um, he is not figuring out the system yet. He no, he is not. He is not. <laughs> He's not as golden as he once was. He's being targeted enough. He had eight <laughs> targets against the Saints, but he only caught five of them for 48 yards. Well, fired. I, I mean, yeah. as a as an angry fantasy owner, I agree. Yeah, there was a... Oh, did you guys see Alex Smith die? I did um, not see it. Yeah. I'm scared to watch it. It's not as gruesome as it sounds, but it is, you know, it's still not pretty. It's not good, yeah. I don't watch it live. I saw it in replays, but yeah. It's, um... You hear... Rest in peace. It it was basically the same... It was, like, a very (laughs) similar... And and everybody's saying this everywhere. I'm not saying anything new. Very similar to Joe Theismann's uh, break. Um, Oh... And you, you, oh yeah, you, 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 you didn't actually. You, you're you're just saying you didn't. You're not coming up with that on your own from when you watched Joe Thiesman break his leg. No, no, all no. Those years ago. The the next okay. the next part. The, the next part. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Thirty three years to the day. Oh. Uh, that would be more interesting if it was a rounder number than thirty three. Yeah, if it was like thirty years. Yeah, like the 30-year anniversary, 50-year anniversary. Or if, like, they both wore the same number and it was that number to the day. Yeah. But, I mean, the the odds are, I don't know. If you just pick a random day, it's technically 1 in 365, but then you consider there's 16 games. Honestly, the the NFL's head writers just got lazy. Yeah. We need more... More well, convincing. Were they both on lines. Sundays? If they, if one was on a Monday or something, that might make it a little bit more interesting. Oh, if it was to the day, but there one was on a Monday and one was on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't dig that deeply. I just heard it like seven different places and was like, "Well, 
Yeah. I can be number eight. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, because they're similar looking injuries. It's it's interesting, I guess. Yeah. Well, and of course, Theismann tweeted out during the game that looks like just like mine. Uh, <laughs> Which, Can you imagine, like, that looks exactly like me, guys. Yeah. Hey, remember when I fucked myself up? That's what he looks like. <laughs> Trust me, I watched the footage. It's gnarly. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when it's happening to someone else. <laughs> I like I like to think that he's, like, at home, sitting, watching the game. He's, honey, honey, look, look, he did what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not alone. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. Will you stop watching people breaking their legs? <laughs> I've been this waiting 33 years to the day for this. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's a broken leg, I make sure to watch. The tweet. He didn't even write the tweet. It was just in his drafts. <laughs> he has like 40 different player. drafts. Just all the different <laughs> names of quarterbacks. He's like, Peyton's leg like, just like mine. Peyton retires. Okay, delete that one. He's gonna go find Alex Smith in the hospital and like turn him into some like superhero. Like, come with me, son. Oh, you what are an, one with me now. What an origin story. What, what would his name be? Like Steel Shin or something like that. Steel Shin. <laughs> thigh man. Thigh man. <laughs> no, thigh master. <laughs> with the lisp. Are you kidding? It was a side effect from the from the mutation. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> Hello, young side master. <laughs> Guy, stop! Leave me alone. <laughs> it's okay, side master. Something, something dark side. <laughs> <laughs> May the force be with you. <laughs> That's why he became a Sith Lord, just because he got so tired of everyone laughing every time he said, may the fourth be with you. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars will never be the same. (laughs) If you try to do Jedi mind tricks, but they don't like understand you, does it still work? (laughs) These are not the droids you're looking for. What? I feel like I should be doing something. Could you repeat that? And like, you know, when they say it, like, y- you should go look somewhere else now. Do they then go, you know, we to go look somewhere else now. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's terrible. That's Goodness. terrible. Goodness. So bad. Anyway. We have to cancel this podcast. Nah. <laughs> it's, run, it's run its course. We're done. <laughs> we didn't make it to 50. <laughs> oh, we will make it to fifty. The uh, is that a threat? Spe- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it you sounded like a threat. <laughs> you guys are stuck with me until we get to fifty. After that, <laughs> the the <laughs> interesting wrinkle on it though is the Redskins just gave uh, Alex Smith like a buttload of money in the off season when they brought him over. So they're pretty much tied to him being able to come back uh, healthy and play again because because they're they're they have guaranteed money for him past next season. They they could buy they could get a rookie. They they can, but uh, yeah, and and they probably will. They they're probably going to have to honestly. 
how yeah. high they pick him is the question. Are you? Do you, gonna... know, do, do, you know who the, do you know who their backup is right now? Who they're putting in? Colt McCoy. Woo! I don't, I don't, I don't think that's is that accurate? Wait. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. No. Oh. They they signed okay. somebody Sorry. else as a backup. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know who their backup is? Then? No, I understand. If, I, I, I didn't read the whole thing. If I remember correctly, it was uh, did they they settled on Mark Sanchez, right? They did. Yes. He's now the backup quarterback for the Redskins. Uh, you know, be- I was hoping he was the starting, but I, I just heard that he got put on the Redskins after that. I was like, oh. You know, if uh, Mark Sanchez should should anything happen to Colt, such as him missing his his uh, his car, his his Uber ride to the stadium in the morning, because we wouldn't want to wish him to be injured. So he misses. I, his I thought Uber. you were like threat. I thought you were like threatening him there, like if his brakes suddenly went out no, mysteriously. No, no. I, I don't want to wish harm on the guy, but should he miss the game for some reason? <laughs> We could uh, somehow his guest lines get cut. We could have <laughs> butt fumble on Thanksgiving again. Oh my god, that's, that's great. <laughs> if somehow butt fumble on Thanksgiving sounds like the greatest, like I don't know, some teen adult shitty book or something. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like uh, one of the Magic Treehouse books. <laughs> it's actually a new. It's actually a new elimination movie. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. And against what a day. against their better judgment, they titled it Dirty Sanchez. Better against it. <laughs> what? <laughs> More like in, in favor of. Hell yeah. <clears throat> He's joined by all his all of his other flame out backup QB friends like Tim Tebow and well, that's really the only one. What I have can this mind. Brown do? <laughs> <laughs> the story uh, of Dirty Sanchez. Did you guys see that? Uh, did you see that Hugh Jackson is coaching again? Oh, where? The Bengals. Oh, is he like a assistant or something? Yeah. Huh. Good for him. They're like, we'll always have a home for you here, Hugh. Oh. <laughs> Bad decision. <laughs> well, special assistant to the head coach. Because they already have such a good coaching staff. Yep. Yep. Can you uh can you guess what the the Twitter joke was for that one? Marvin Lewis? What? Uh he's assistant what is it? Uh Oh, to the head coach? Yes, thank you. Mm. Couldn't remember the yeah. format. Um, but yeah, Marvin Lewis is still somehow their head coach, despite, what was it, seven years in a row losing a playoff game? Losing a playoff game? Yeah, it was, like, mean, it was mean, like seven years I in a row like, that they went to the playoffs and lost every time. I feel like a lot of teams lose in the playoffs. In fact, most teams lose in the playoffs. But they don't go seven years in a row and just lose time after time after time. Oh, you're talking about their first game. Huh? Are you talking about their first game or like Yeah, I'm saying their first their first like like they didn't win a playoff game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
I thought you were just saying like they went to the playoffs and lost seven times. I was oh like, no, no, no! Yeah. Like like it's seven playoff, playoff runs. It, 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 the problem is like they didn't. They never had a run. They just like yeah, stepped yeah. onto the field and then were promptly sent home. Was was that including? Was including that the time that Vontez Perfect personally lost it for him against the Steelers? Yes. Hmm. Nice. The Devils. <laughs> I never root for the Steelers. I was so happy to see them win that game. Yeah. Fuck you, Vontez Perfect. Oh my. It was weird because like the whole thing game, I was rooting for the Bengals, and then all of a sudden I was like, "What the fuck did he just do?" I, all right, go Steelers. So as soon as the last lead change happened, I was rooting for the winning team. Weird how that happened. <sighs> yeah. Even was... when you guys played him last year in that dirty bloodbath. It was still, I was still like happy to see Juju Smith Schuster laying out Vontaze Perfect. I was like, if anyone deserves it, it is perfect. It was January you know 10th, me, 2016. No, January 9th, 2016. <clears throat> it was a wild card mm-hmm. game. Yeah. That was, that was not pretty. No. But it was kind of fun. <laughs> That's pure blood sport. Yeah, listen to these quotes by Boomer Esiason. Uh, this was after that game. This was a disgraceful performance by the Cincinnati Bengals, an ugly performance by one Vontez Perfect. I'm a former Bengal, and I'm embarrassed by the way this game ended and by the way those guys, these guys acted on the field today. If Marvin Lewis can't control his players, maybe Marvin Lewis shouldn't be standing there on the sidelines coaching. That goes on the head coach, in my opinion, said Bill Cower on Vontez Perfect. Um, Agreed. And Tony Tony Gonzalez said, "This is, that is absolutely embarrassing. Is no place in the league. It's just stupid." <clears throat> and yeah, and actually, it kind of you know, it kind of wraps back around to what we were saying earlier because that took out Antonio Brown for the next game after the hit that he sustained from yeah. Perfect, uh, and and then the Steelers did not did not yeah, continue to win. Bur- Brown fucking murdered him on that. Or, uh, perfect fucking murdered Brown on that. Yep. And then went after him again last year. Yep. What? Why is the league not banned Vontez Perfect? Fuck that guy. Uh, well, he like, was suspended for four games this year. Oh, four games. No, this is the NFL. Oh. That's caring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Take that guy out. Fucking A. Like he's literally he, go, he literally goes out in games and like tries to murder people. I don't he's think gonna I have do no some idea he still yeah. plays. <laughs> yeah, that's because he's just gotten worse, but he's still just as aggressive. Um, also, oh. who, who cares about the Bengals? It's not like they win playoff games. Yeah, exactly. Um, the boom rectum. On, on a different note. There was a thing going around Twitter today. I didn't get a chance to send it to you guys, but uh, the tweeter. In the interest of, so so somebody tweeted out, ha 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 ha! No way, this isn't real life. He really said this, and it is a picture of Ben Roethlisberger, with it says on the bottom, Ben Roethlisberger on his game-winning one-yard touchdown run, which was how the Steelers beat the Jags this weekend. Um, <clears throat> quote. I never take no for an answer when forcing things into places they don't belong. 
<laughs> now here's the thing. It's tweeted out by this dude. And then some other groups pick it up and, you know, share it just a little bit. It didn't get a whole lot of traction that I saw. But I looked all over the place today for the just... If he said that, it'd be all over the place. It Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Total fake news. Oh. So. Still very well, funny. So it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Wow. Bobby all fucking right. Hurley. Hmm. Just a time of maybe people should actually look this shit up if it seems completely ridiculous, which is the first thing I did. So like, no way he really said that. We should name. Yeah, the, I just uh, laughed. Yeah, we should name the uh, pod after that, though. Like, oh my god, I can't believe Ben Roethlisberger said this. Stay tuned to hear what we're talking about. <laughs> That's how you write clickbaity uh, have, titles. I was for, just about to say we are the clickbait of yeah. um, of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. no, I, absolutely. I've been watching a lot of YouTubers roasting other YouTubers for being super shitty and clickbaity like that, so that's why I have that in my head right now. Um, the other one I want to talk about, because we didn't touch on it for some reason, I kind of expect Akira to talk about it, because, you know, she's it's kind of like something she should care about. The Citadel against Alabama. Uh, they're tied for, for a brief <laughs> moment. A mere glimmer of hope shown <laughs> upon the dregs of college football. A, a ray parted through the Nick Saban canopy and shone down onto the rainforest floor where the citadel thrives amongst the moss. And a sprout shot up towards the sky, running at a solid clip of at least a 4.28 second 40 meter dash. And from wow. there, they tied the Citadel and the Crimson Tide. And then it all fell apart and it ended how you would think it did. So The Marines conquered the tide for like a few minutes. <laughs> and then it was so okay. Cool. But it is important to note that Citadel scored 17. Where Mississippi State and LSU scored 17 points less than them combined. Did you see the Citadel's Twitter? Um, just like fucking with oh, everyone. Yes. Yes. So great. Just fucking calling goals. out fucking LSU and shit. Oh, it was great. Goals. Twitter. Uh, you know, honestly, like. The military academies talk the best shit in all of sports. Like, uh, debatable. The Belk Bowl, number one. Belk but they Belk. don't talk shit. They're, they're, they're just the best PR group of all time. Oh, that's UMBC they're, still they're talk like, shit. They're like the sassy yeah. Wendy's Twitter account without the sass. They're just fun. Thank you, Belk Bowl. Um, like, I could tweet at Belk Bowl right now, and i just saying, thank you, Belk Bowl, and then just reply, you're welcome, because they're that wholesome and loving. Y'all know uh, Nihilist Darby's, right? You know. No. <laughs> I'm scared of that laugh. <laughs> yes, it's one of my favorite things to exist on Twitter. 
Also, I updated all of my apps, and it's really um my list. So UMBC that I was saying did tweet out on Saturday. This is now a at Citadel Football fan account. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I liked um, CBS Sports after that Citadel touchdown tweeted out. Upset alert! Citadel has now tied number one Alabama. It's one of my <laughs> oh my god! You know they just they totally did that on purpose. Oh yeah. How have you guys never heard of this account? Awesome. <laughs> it's it's perfect for Arby's because Arby's like way overdoes everything, especially in their commercials. It's great. Anyway, um, so I do like UMBC. Yes. Yeah, here's a great tweet. Under the horrible eight-team playoff system, under the horrible eight-team playoff system, some people love to propose Northwestern, Arizona State, and Pitt could be one away win away from making the playoff if they win their conference titles. Awful. And UMBC responds, "Ugh, playoffs are the worst. Teams with no chance always get beat in the early rounds and waste our time." <laughs> Basketball. Yeah. Okay. Um. I have another amazing tweet here. What do Arby's and hardcore alcoholics have in common? We both have serious shakes. Also, we're both covered in spilled whiskey and blood. Enjoy Arby's. Jesus. I just love it. I, I just love that. Enjoy Arby's at the end. That's a great punchline. It's a perfect nihilistic ending. It's so great. Everything's terrible. I mean, even down... Even down to their their bio. Officially, I have nothing to do with Arby's. Unofficially, everything is nothing. Eat Arby's. And then you just link Arby's.com. The header is like the blurred white. What is it like? What is life? What is the meaning to life? Or what if there is no meaning to life? This is excellent. You've made your decision. Why not stop in at Arby's on your way to the bridge? Thanks for enjoying Arby's. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm following this account, which 364,000 followers with nobody that they're following. It's well done. And only 700 <laughs> tweets. That's well done. <laughs> oh, su- who You're suggested old- follows? Kim Kierkegaardashian. <laughs> you're older than you've ever been, younger than you'll ever be again, and you're also a pointless biological accident in an entropic void, and your sentience literally has zero significance. Eat Arby's. <laughs> okay, every single punchline is basically the same at every time it lands. Sunday fun day joke time, y'all. What do you have in common with the Cleveland Cavaliers? No one on earth gives a shit about you anymore. Eat Arby's. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kim Kierkegaard some of you Kardashian <laughs> is one of my favorites. Some of you will die tonight, and it's just a lame-ass Wednesday. Enjoy Arby's. <laughs> oh, and you, you guys know. Do you guys follow emo Kylo Ren? Hasn't no, tweeted but... in a while. 
Dear Diary, I refuse to participate in fireworks celebrations as those were used to mark the destruction of the second Death Star. He is way more. Ren's rights activist. <laughs> there are indeed a lot of silly Twitter accounts. For instance, Boast Mode. Highly suggest checking it out. At Jordanary Blue. <laughs> go look go. it up. Dear Diary, I think big weddings are absurd. I would prefer a small, intimate ceremony like Darth Vader had. Maybe two droids, but no family. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Anyway. I'd like to note that I just had a chance to advertise our Twitter account, and I was like, no, I'm advertising mine. There you go. Please don't I'm follow me person. on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. It's got, there's some good it's- stuff, but, you know, not. A lot. Yeah, for the most part, it's pretty average. Yeah. My Twitter is really confusing. Because it's like it a lot of dumb sports confusing. jokes and then like a lot of like really serious political opinions that are very like polarized. So if you like those two things and you agree with me on both of those things, follow me on Twitter. Well, or if you don't, you can agree. be one of 32 other people. <laughs> uh, Anyway, oh boy, what a time to be alive. Follow David to see him insulting random people. Not even insulting, just like responding to random accounts. God damn, oh, do you see that from you this weekend? No, what um, happened? I, the last one I saw was one about Portland traffic or something. God damn, that Portland traffic thing. Who Who knew that people were so goddamn... Serious about bike lanes. Jesus Christ. Okay, first of all, protected bike lanes. They need yeah. to be a thing. They need to be elevated and they need to be and you have barriers, otherwise unnecessary traffic deaths occur. All yeah, I think you walked into the wrong room to take on the thing in this one because I'm very much in Kira's camp. Hey, I didn't say there was anything wrong with bike lanes. In in the thing that I did, I all I did was ask a question. They put out an article about we're going to remove a thousand parking spots in the city to expand bike lanes and uh, uh, commuter areas. Hell yeah. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, not mentioned in the article, where will people park with a thousand spots missing? What I had missed is that it wasn't written in the article, but in one of the diagrams, it showed that, there are 20,000 right now in the city. So moving 1,000 yeah. is just removing 1,000 out of 20,000. I didn't see that. So the I diagram just, is like the, the thumbnail that you're, of the tweet you responded to. So I didn't see that. So then I just go, <laughs> what are they, what is the plan for people to park? And... Oh, oh you did not. Oh, David. <clears throat> also, oh, the idea is that people David. aren't parking as much. That's, the, that's kind of the point. Oh, yeah, people like just jumped down my throat, and I spent the next like I don't know hour basically just saying, "Hey, I'm just asking a question. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying what they did was you, a bad. I'm not saying that I have an agenda that I'm trying to. I'm just asking a question. You're destroying okay, you're the environment. Twitter. You're destroying the world. You are actively contributing." To global warming and climate change by driving your car, and how dare you demand a parking space? Although I well, will have you say, seen the truck he, he is. 
driving in a da- driving in like into a downtown area between tolls and meters and like expensive parking garages does make downtown activities less accessible to lower income communities because oftentimes they live so far away that they either can't afford the time it takes to get there on public transportation or the money that it takes to park there if they take their car in. So. Well, that's often not the reason why people can't afford things in Portland. It's just an expensive city. Well, there are multiple things that contribute to the affordability of a city. And generally speaking, transportation or lack thereof is usually one of them. That's true. You work in government or something? No, I'm going to stop. Jeff, oh my god. My boss calls this my party trick. Because whenever I start, like, I'm out at bars and I start talking to people about things. Like, how do you know so much? And then I'm just going to shut up. One, two, three, five. What? Why why did you shut up? That's like the perfect opportunity to show them why you know. Um, one, two. I'm trying to count. It's hard. Counting is hard. But anyway, bicycle activists will jump down your throat. Yes, they, they are will. Incredibly even, even active when, and even emotionally you, powered. Even what is when you the don't bicycle say... activists per capita of Portland? Because I'd imagine it's the highest in the country. It's it's f- fairly high, apparently. Although one of those people who jumped down my throat, then like a lot of his tweets are about like Brexit and shit. And I'm like, I think you live in England. Why are you yelling at me? I think you misunderstand American activists. <sighs> Don't get worked <laughs> up about anything. I just and and then like my the question that I just wanted them to answer was, so what about disabled people or delivery vehicles? And somebody's like, What, you don't think disabled people ride bikes? It's like well, obviously, I'm not talking about those disabled people. But just you purposely, and that's why I asked you, Jay. I was like, "What's the thing where somebody makes an argument or like argues against an argument that you never made?" Mm. Like, I didn't say all disabled people. I'm asking about the ones who are going to have difficulty with this, the ones that need to be dropped off from a van. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is the problem with social media, or this is a major problem with social media. I don't know if this is the problem, but. Uh, a lot of times it turns into a fight when it really wasn't meant to be a fight. No, but it was a fight. People can't, people can't really tell well, your tone, and people just want to polarize and pick sides. They don't really want to actively and, engage in discussion oh, or answer yeah. questions. And maybe so, what I was actually doing is an uncommon thing on Twitter. I read a headline, I opened it up, I read the article, and in my head I went... I don't actually know if this is a good or a bad idea. I can think of pros and cons on both sides. So I just asked the question that was the con that I thought of to see what the response was. I mean, it didn't address it in the article, so maybe I haven't thought of everything. But yeah, nobody. Unless you go into like that, that, like super defensively, <laughs> like I don't mean this as any offense to anyone. I'm just trying to gather information, and then, like you have to basically preface it like that, black and white. Otherwise, people will take it as an affront. Even then, people will take it as an affront. Oh yeah, yeah. At some at some point, I had to stop replying to people. Yeah, it's like yeah, I can I can sit here and go back and forth all day. Like I'm just I'm I'm moving on now. Yeah, that's my hardest thing to do. Yep, I didn't want. That's that's my number one lesson (laughs) I've learned from Reddit over 
over years and years of using Reddit to make your point. Don't try to make broad statements. If so, if you're gonna get in a fight with somebody, specifically with like direct information, dispute one particular thing about what they said. Don't fight the entire thing because they're just gonna come up with some random shit and straw man you, like you said. Just yeah. focus on one part that you want to talk about, and they can go off on their tangent, but just stop at that point. Like just. I disagree with this statement. Here's proof why. That's it. That's all you can do. Yeah. And they're still gonna get mad. Yeah, I, uh, I got, I got kind of blindsided on it. I didn't, I, and I probably <laughs> I shouldn't have. I probably should have realized what I was doing, but I just, all of a sudden, I had bike activists coming after me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> thank goodness they don't know who my dad is. That's a really funny <laughs> sentence on its own. All of a sudden, I just had bike activists coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> It honestly is mostly because I can 100% see that occurring and you're absolutely right. If I was an English teacher, I would just take random sentences from this podcast and then just be like, all right, here's your prompt for the week. You have to start a short story with this sentence. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Especially with our shit. And all of a sudden I had bike activists coming after me. (laughs) Because it sounds like a bunch of dudes like making a Peloton <laughs> charging after you. <laughs> like all <laughs> tight spandex on. <laughs> just like hunting you through the streets. Uh, I personally think that we should just all be teachers. <laughs> yeah. What a dangerous thought that is. No. See, I wanted to be one until I tried teaching and then I was like, no, see, I can teach people who want to be taught. I'm not a daycare person. I think the three of us would encapsulate some very, like, common high school teachers. Kira would be the fun one that everyone loved. <laughs> I'd be the cynical ones putting, like, my personal beliefs into the brains of impressionable youth. Mr. Girl. Give me the philosophy. An eighth of a cup is an ounce. <laughs> uh, All right, kids. Yeah. I think it's about that time. Yep, it's about time to put it all out. The rhythm and the rhyme. <laughs> I don't oh have that one. <laughs> but that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite lines in all of rap history. Uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. If if uh, if you feel like hearing something that you afterwards won't have wanted to hear. Uh, he, my favorite he, thing is when I talk. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. No, as you say, he did a on his album that has uh, good vibrations. He has a song on it that is a redo of uh, "Take a Walk on a Wild Side." Um, you mean "Wild Side" by uh, Motley Crue? Uh, sure. I don't know what the original name of it is or who did it. I, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out which one you're talking about. That's all. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he, he, he did a version of it and it's one of the most atrocious things I've ever heard, but might give you a couple <laughs> chuckles. I always laugh when I'm talking with somebody. I'm not going to try and explain the type of person, but let's just say somebody who enjoys mayonnaise on their sandwich. White people. Um, 
We're not describing people. I'm just saying people who might like mayonnaise on their sandwich. Uh, These, whenever I'm talking to someone like that, and they say, we're talking about that song, and I'm like, have you heard Mark Wahlberg as a rapper? It's funny. They're like, oh my god, right? He's actually like a good rapper. Oh god, who said that? (laughs) I was like, I I think it was me, actually. I'm not talking about any. I'm talking about people who enjoy mayonnaise. I mean, like, I bought bought his album, but it was to see what the fuck was going on. I hadn't heard. People who enjoy antiquing, we'll say. My mom? (laughs) Yes, yes. People like your mother. Except my mom hates rap. Like with a I'm not saying your, mo- your mother in particular. I'm saying people similar to your mother. It's okay. me. It's <laughs> just <laughs> repeatedly curious. Like, hi, hi, yeah. me. It's me. Yeah, it's yeah, me. It, I did it. Yeah, definitely. You fall <laughs> into this category of people who enjoy mayonnaise on their sandwiches. I went antiquing once and it was okay. See? Quick, quick question. Jay, do you actually Nobody not else like mayonnaise or is it just an easy joke? It's just an easy joke. Okay, I was going to say, because mayonnaise is actually delicious, and I don't understand why you don't like it. <laughs> mayonnaise is actually delicious. <laughs> I don't understand why you don't like it. You're <laughs> 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 oh. Oh yeah, I'd love to do like history and philosophy. That'd be my my, my entire American history came through a red tinted lens. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Joe and I have been putting in some very strong work to try and fix that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He this just, is my weekly shout out to Joe. He just sent me. Now. He sent me this video from this transvestite. Which is that the wrong word now? I don't know what the right word is anymore. Um, transgender. Transgender. Thank you. Um, Human being. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I'm trying to describe them. <laughs> um, Stop trying to put people into boxes, David. <laughs> I wasn't. She put herself in a box. We're all gender fluid. Gender is just a social construct. Allegedly. Um, I mean, it I, is the. But where she was, it was like 30 minutes long or something. And we, we were having a, a, we had talked about the topic she was on, but it was just like so distracting to try and just listen to the points because she hits it like with comedy. It would be like, imagine if, Jay, if you were trying to watch iDubs, not for entertainment purposes, but to try and learn something was rather difficult um but really interesting if you guys are interested at all in her little video about pronoun usage but i'm guessing you're both more uh edumacated on it than i am i'm very happy that you did watch that 
Oh, that was yeah. hard. But it was interesting. Good. That's all that we can ever ask for. I'm glad we were able to re-educate you. Well, through four I mean, streams. Honestly, he did it all on his own. Mm-hmm.